0: Hey Pearlside Small Group Leaders, welcome to our weekly Small Group Leaders podcast where we help you as you lead. I'm Michelle and I've got Lexon here from our downtown campus. Lexon say hi to everybody.
1: Hey, how's it going everyone?
0: <laughs> Are you excited to be here? I am Fired up. He's so prepared. I told him 10 minutes ago, he's going to do this with me. And so I'm so excited that he's here to share. But um, I think it's a perfect person to come and come into this week. We are launched our miracle series um, in alignment with our every nation body worldwide and so excited heading into prayer and fasting as well. Just believing God to move in power, right? Amen. Not just have the knowledge of God, but also move in his power. Um, not just to have power, but to have, you know, his spirit with us. And so I'm so excited to jump into this series. So I'm just going to jump right in. This week, we've talked about um, Jesus performing miracles and that he's a savior of the world. And I'm just going to read the main thought. Jesus is the son of God and promised savior of the world. Jesus performed numerous miraculous acts while here on earth validating this truth. His first miracle was a turning of water into wine when the host of a party ran out of wine for their guests. What began as an embarrassing problem began an became an opportunity for God's power to be displayed. This miracle turned water into wine and skeptics into believers. The ultimate purpose of God's miracles is to reveal his glory and bless his people. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing. Miracles are bridges for us to really show people who God is, the power, and that He's real. He's not just Mm. words. He's not just this made-up figure, but He's real, tangible, and moves in power. Um, And you know, this is more than just water into wine and more than just a wedding. So if you want to dive into that, go ahead, dive into the Old Testament, really research this, and and see how this miracle was was really revealing um, the truth that Jesus was the Messiah. So I'm really excited about that. Anyways, I'm a geek about that, but... From this account we see that Jesus called us to partner with him in the realm of the miraculous. It's not him doing it all. He asks us to engage with him, to have faith in him, to obey him. You know, this requires faith and obedience. Um and, and to really activate our faith to say, Okay, God show up in this area. This person needs this. I know you're bigger than this. Um, I know you're able, so show up here. But it takes a, a part of us to obey. They had to go and grab the jugs. They had to fill the jugs with water in front of people. People are probably watching, them. like, why are they filling those vats with water? Like, those are for, what? you know, like, all the skepticism, everything, um, you know, you think about when you've prayed for someone for a miracle, you're like, what are they going to say? What are they going to do? I remember the first hospital room I was in, and someone was, you know, on their deathbed. I was like, I'm going to pray for a miracle. And the family wasn't saved. And I was like, I don't know what they're thinking in their head. (laughs) Uh, But I'm just, I'm, you know, why not? Why not see if my God will come through Mm -hmm. and why not have faith? And I really felt God um, had me pray for that. But you know, so it requires faith and obedience, and also rec- again recognizing that problems can become opportunities for God to work in our lives and the lives of others—not just us, mm-hmm. but those around us. And so, really believing and walking in obedience to respond when He says, "Pray for this." Um, don't don't be okay with that. Fight for this. Um, that's not the end. Continue to pray. It's not just for us, but as we've seen in your life, Lex, and I remember you lived with us, so we Mm -hmm. walked through this very intimately. Mm -hmm. Um, But I want you to share, you know, um, about where you've seen God come through Miraxi for people that you love dearly, um, and not just a miracle of healing, but then salvation for an entire household. So why don't you share with us about that?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Thank you, Michelle. And uh, when Michelle sent me a message 10 minutes before uh, we went on this podcast... (laughs) The only reason why I decided to come was first God, but then two, because Michelle gave me food and gave me a roof over my head before I'm now happily married. Shout out to my amazing wife. But... um, The amazing thing about it is that when I was living with Michelle during the COVID-19 pandemic. And Jericho. When, and Jericho. Yeah, yeah, shout him. out to Jericho. <laughs> I love you, bro. I'll We'll play Call of Duty sometime. <laughs> I miss you. I'll give you a big bear hug soon. But uh, when I was living with them, at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemics, a problem arise where my mom got COVID-19. Yeah. And and
0: she worked in a nursing home. She
1: worked in a nursing so home. High exposure. It was high exposure. This is alpha. Yep.
0: This is the unknown. Yep. This is like... It was like, what?
1: Yep. And at that time, it was completely new. So nobody knew how to react to it. We didn't really have medication for it. It was kind of just a gamble of whether if you were going to live or die Mm -hmm. when you finally Mm -hmm. got uh, got that call. So when I got that call, I was like, man, what should I do? And I think it was Pastor Billy, it was Pastor Russell, and all of the other pastors, as we were praying together for my mom, they said, I think you need to go back home. And I'm like, I'm going to go back home in the midst of a (laughs) COVID-19 pandemic where I'm going to get there. I can't even stay at my parents' house, and I can't even see my mom. And I think Pastor Billy said to me, he said, I mean, yeah, you're going to be there for your mom, but I think also your dad needs you. And why, why is that so significant is because I was praying for my dad to come to know Jesus. Right. And at that moment, his wall of pride was so high, like the Great Wall of China, and I never thought it would go down. You know, Filipino pride, dude, that's (laughs) what he had. And uh, so I never thought it would happen. But in that moment, when I had to take that step of faith and obedience into a time of uncertainty, that's where God began to soften my dad's heart. And because he was so broken down, he was open to the gospel and he said, you know what? I'm going to let you walk me through one-to-one discipleship and I'm going to receive Jesus into my life. But even in that moment, God was also working where after three weeks of my mom being on the ventilator and the doctors literally said, she's not going to survive without a tracheotomy. Without that, she won't make it. But we said, no, we're going to keep on praying and keep on believing. And lo and behold... Three weeks later, she ended up ripping the ventilator out of her mouth twice in one night. <laughs> and then right after the second time, she realized she can breathe on her own.
0: That's when the, yeah, the nurses are like, wait a minute, if she's ripping it out, she can breathe. Why yeah. are we putting it it's back It's like, in? wait a minute, because they're about to put it back on. And right. I'm like, no, 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 she's breathing. She's fine. But, but the amazing thing, and leaders, um, this is what I want you to prepare to bring when you, when we're coming into group this week, um, if you have newer people in your group, maybe they've not experienced a miracle. It's it's kind of foreign to them, but they have something they're believing for. They they have a hurt, uh, a situation um, of pain in their family, health, whatever it is that God is wanting to reveal Himself in. And and Lexen, you you had been saved. You were in our ministry school. You were an intern from California in Hawaii. That's why he lived with my husband and I. We don't just take in anybody from the street, but um, we know we. Um, but. I remember when your mom first got, when you first got the call. Yeah. um, it's, It's not like he was full of faith. Um, mm, not at all it, it was it was a walk of uh, a testing of whether or not you were going to push into god or give into the situation right give into the despair and i think that's the reality of what we all face mm. when there's these dire situations in front of us that's the humanity part of it but then sitting with you you allowing people to be in your life right um he couldn't escape us it was covid so he couldn't go anywhere <laughs> so he was in the house and i remember he'd sit there and my husband and I were like no we're gonna lay hands on him right now and we're gonna teach this kid we are we are a Holy Spirit believing church. Gonna, we we got Pentecostal roots. We're going to say. We're I gonna was come at you. I'm getting explaited in the spirit during my breakfast. But you know and and then one day I I said and when you know wrestling with going up to see your mom like it's you're going in faith no matter what God does he's good but you're going in faith for more than just your mom it's for yourself it's for your family you're going to go and uh, it was this breaking moment i really believe it was a breaking moment it is just a, a, this song called new wine mm. by hill songs mm-hmm. like had just come out right during mm-hmm. the pandemic yep. and i said we're going to sit down and we're going to worship you know and mm-hmm. i think that's also part of miracles is like we 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 put god where he belongs in charge right it's not about us it's not about our efforts it's not about the words we can say, but we're going to say, God, you're going to do this. You're doing something in this, and you're going to pour out something new into his family, into Lexon's family. We're going to see salvation come. We're going to see prayers over years come to pass. We're going to see his mom come back to us. Um, and we we worshiped and cried and ugly cried and snot cried and, and, and just prayed with him um, through it, and then through the trip, prayed with him, fasted with him, just mm-hmm. believed God, and it was this not just one moment of obedience and faith, but it was choosing it over and over and over again. And I think when we're looking at miracles and when you explain the miracles that God's done in your life, really share that it, it's this ongoing choice to believe, it, to persevere, to press in. And then even if God didn't, I think you had to come to the place where even if you don't, God, you're good and my family's gonna get saved.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I definitely <laughs> want to speak into that because Michelle heard me crying because, I mean, the house, the walls were very really thin. thin. And even when I'm worshiping, they're like, oh, worship down here. But I was shamed, so I didn't. You it's, not, it's not one <laughs> of my gifts. I just preach and I speak, but I don't really sing, only in we the shower. We are breaking
0: down his walls of vulnerability. That's, with that's what they
1: were doing. But I remember I got to a point when I was in Gunnar's room, her son, and I was literally <laughs> on my knees, and my prayer changed from God save my mom to, you know what, God? My mom's life is in your hands because before she's my mom, she's your daughter. Right. And it was in that moment where God had to change my heart for Him to actually move. Right. So I think as as you meet with your small group and as you as you're vulnerable and sharing, the Holy Spirit will begin to just move upon their hearts and even right. show them like the miracle and si- the miracle signs and wonders and breakthrough will come. But there's also a work that God wants to do with yeah. even in the midst of that season of contradiction right. before the breakthrough comes. So yeah as you're sharing share even the nasty and the dark stuff because it's the nasty and dark stuff that becomes relatable to the people you're leading yeah and then you bring the miracle the testimony of the miracle and that will be the light at the end of their tunnel so right
0: and that's the outworking of of sanctification in our life and the building of faith for us and so i'm really excited for this series i believe a lot of families i i believe it was uh, two weeks ago, uh, Pastor Paris had asked um, when he was hosting service, how, how many of you are believing for broken families um, to come back together? How many of you need prayer for that? And, and what I heard is over half the congregation raised their hands. Mm. Um, so I know we are in dire need for God to show up in miraculous power. And I really believe he's calling on us as a church to make room for him to do so. And so as we go into this week, as we go into groups, you know, share that um, one miracle see how it goes if it, if people are a little bit shy and your group's bigger break up into smaller groups yeah. really give opportunity for people to share hey is, is there an area that you need God to miraculously come through in it doesn't need to be as huge as you know a parent dying mm-hmm. um, it could be just you know a marriage that's gone dry or a child that's astray or a financial thing or a job thing whatever it is God wants to show himself around every situation mm-hmm. not just these big mm-hmm. dire ones but in, wherever people are at he meets them and so make your group smaller give them an opportunity to share where where is that place that you need god to meet you or someone in your life that you've been believing for that needs god to meet them where they're at and and really make time to pray for that this week make time for the holy spirit and don't just leave it at small group guys i really want you to um, follow up throughout the week Stay connected. Um, we're about doing life together, doing community together. That doesn't happen in a one-hour pocket once a week. It happens continually throughout the week. It's call and check on each other as you pray for each other. Continue to sow the word over each other. Send scriptures, encouragements. Continue to keep praying. Like we prayed for your mom every yep. day, mm-hmm. every day, every meal. Gunnar prayed for her every night. That's where he learned how to pray for healing. Um, but you know, this is a time for us to really rally together. Um, to see these miracles come to pass, to see God move, to see households come to him. So I'm super Amen. excited. So make sure you make time to pray and and invite those into group, into relationship, have lunch with those at work that, that you know need a miracle. This is a time that God's saying, don't just wait to bring them to church, but you are the church. Go be the church in your workplace, in your communities, on your sports team, wherever it is, and believe God to move miraculously. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you so much leaders for all that you do. Happy new year. I'm just so amped. Yes. Uh, maybe it's Alexan's energy because he's <laughs> super like ampy, climbs <laughs> mountains and stuff. <laughs> like, I'm just like, there's so much energy in the room. Um, but I'm so excited because I know our God is able. Mm. Let's show the world he is. Amen. Amen. Have a great group.
1: All right. See you later. Bye.